Hello and welcome to the first episode of Neighborhood Watch. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Giannis. Uh, this is Neighborhood Watch, where we watch every episode of Sesame Street in order. We're going to talk about it, what we like, what we don't like, all that stuff. Today I'm joined by my friend Jared. How are you doing today, Jared? Doing good. Doing educated. Um, Jared, how, what's your history with Sesame Street? What, What's your relationship with those puppets? Uh, before about an hour ago, I had never seen an episode You've never seen an episode of Sesame Street. That is uh, beyond correct. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure at some point in my childhood I had I had seen like one episode or something, but it's not something I remember. This, I have basically never seen an episode. I know like everybody knows Kermit the Frog, Oscar the Grouch, Big Bird, and then right. Bert and Ernie, but that's about it. So like, what did you not watch like PBS at all? That wasn't like a station. Were you not? Was it like no TV or just? I mean, TV was an option, but I really, like, I, I, I didn't watch much. I, I do have, like, faint memories of watching Dora the Explorer okay. with my sister for a while. Oh, and um, <laughs> real big into Hannah Montana for a while. Thank you, Disney. Great, classic, That's, quality uh, entertainment. Modern literature. Yes. See, like, I watched I watched a lot of those kids' shows, like Teletubbies, all that stuff is way back. Like, I don't remember, like, what it was about. I couldn't give you a single sense of what Sesame Street <laughs> actually was. Right. But like the, the the scenes, the characters are definitely somewhere swimming around in my brain. <laughs> you can never get rid of Sesame Street, right. really. Um, there's no leaving. All right, so this was the first episode, uh, aptly, aptly titled "The First Sesame Street." <laughs> we knew it was the first one because it just has the number one with some weird like clay characters right off the bat. Oh, some oh, not freaky. The, <laughs> not the best oh. design for what I would imagine is kids. Seeing like these weird like eyeballless little mounds of clay walking around. One of them vaguely resembled to me uh, later Big Bird or possibly some sort of giraffe, <laughs> but they were very much uh, monstrous and terrifying. Yeah. So going into this, like I didn't know like how they would they were gonna structure the first episode, like if it was gonna be like they're just gonna jump in and you're assumed to just catch on eventually, because like it's been running for what like 40 seasons now. Yep. How many are there? Four thousand. Four four thousand seven hundred and sixty something. Yeah, there's there's a lot of episodes. Uh, so Hour on... each. <laughs> no um, big deal. We got this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I didn't know if they were gonna like jump in or if they're gonna introduce characters, but they did start with some introductions. We got our kid Sally. Gordon. Being brought around by Gordon. I feel it's apt to mention this was like 1969. Like the first characters on screen, all three of them. The black people. Good on, good on you, Sesame Street. Maybe that was like this was the first early example of affirmative action. Like, we got it. We got a hard block. We need to. This is mandatory. <laughs> New jumping on jumping on the bandwagon with this whole equality thing. Ahead of its time, regardless. Uh, ahead of its time, uh, definitely in the horror genre. There were, uh, <laughs> <laughs> many scenes I have found disturbing. Cows, especially. We'll get to oh, the cows. Sorry, sorry, jumping ahead. Go ahead. So, so during this like introduction scene, um, it's mostly people to start off with, which I found surprising. I thought it was gonna be like puppets, but it's just Gordon and Sally. They're walking around meeting some random named people, just walking around the street, Sesame Street, that is. Uh, but the first puppet we see, Big Bird, walks in. Little, <laughs> little different design. You know, Big Bird's got like the big head now. Mm-hmm. Lots of fluff. Kind of a weird like pointy pinhead look. Right. Going here at the beginning. And then I guess I had forgotten, like, I don't know if it's changed or something, but uh, Big Bird's deal seems to be that he's kind of done. 
He's a he's a, he's a real real dumb kind of guy. <laughs> you know, I can appreciate it. Appealing to all audiences. That's <laughs> that was our first one, and then we had um, Bert and Ernie. They live <laughs> they live in the basement of Sesame Street. So. And don't you know, if you ever hear singing coming from that basement, you can bet Ernie's taking a shower. Ernie's taking a bath in this. Sorry. Let's get, the, get Sorry. our facts straight. Bath. This, is, a, this yeah. is an informative podcast, Jared. <laughs> educational. Educational. As edu- I like to think as educational as Sesame Street. You know, I like to call it infotainment. I don't know about you. Info. <laughs> you got a, a brand out in the market. <laughs> There's a trademark at the end of that. <laughs> it's my brand. It's my startup. It's my kickstarter.com slash go go fund me. <laughs> so so Ernie's taking a bath, singing his song. Bert comes in. Ernie asks Ernie asks Bert for the soap. What was what was the bat's name? Do you remember? It was it was uh, Rosie. 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 Oh yeah, Rosie because he, when he walks around it. I thought a it was ring. no no no. He was saying like since he, it's a tub, he fills it all the way. When he gets in, it puts water out on all sides, making it rain. That makes sense. That makes more sense. I, yeah. I like I thought about that too, and I was like, does he? Is, are they going to show him skipping around the tub for the sake of this joke? <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. I guess um, how many kids his heads did that go over? <laughs> how many? How many kids does this whole this whole thing goes over kids' heads? Are they okay. <laughs> As as much as it is, uh, ent- entertaining and educational, right? What three year old is is gonna be like? Case in point, you you said earlier, there's characters swimming around up in your head somewhere, but you really don't remember any anything. Maybe that's the point. Maybe it's like, it's a thing to watch for kids, but like all the actual entertainment value is for any adult that happens to be in the room. <laughs> it's a babysitter, digital all babysitter. This, all this complex wordplay. There were there were some parts in there that it's like that's for the parents. <laughs> this is definitely before like we had mastered the, you know, it's not kids entertainment, it's family entertainment. The, the old Pixar like magic. Right. There's a lot of just repetition is a big factor. <laughs> that's gonna be fun as we're watching episode three thousand nine hundred. <laughs> Thank God for that <laughs> that that chef that falls down the stairs. Classic, Not gonna make it through. Greatest no. bit. Greatest bit. Okay, so after <laughs> the after the bath scene, we got like a little nursery rhyme. Solomon Grundy, he washes his whole side. He's still half dirty at the end of the week. I guess that's to teach like <laughs> days of the week or something. I, I what? Okay, yeah. Let's let's talk about that for a second. What what is the kid getting out of this? Right? Is it okay? Wash your. There was a theme of of bathing, by the way. Ernie endorsed it. Uh, Dove soap. Buy it at your local Walmart. Um. <laughs> That's something I definitely appreciate. The running themes. There's more of a continuity than I expected. Like when they when they've got numbers, they use them throughout like the whole scene. Oh, it's yeah. not just it's not just one little animated bit and then back to the story. This episode sponsored by the letter. Today today we have three letters. I expected there to be one. Three letters, two numbers. Three letters. Is that the deal with Sesame Street? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, like, what if, what if they, what if they're like, they're, they're, they're being experimental with their numbers right now? Maybe next episode is gonna be six numbers, fourteen letters. <laughs> so yeah, we got the Solomon Grant. That's like a kid's, like, that is like a classic, like old timey rhyme, isn't it? Solomon Grundy. I'm sorry, poor Solomon Grundy. Yeah, that is like a, to- that's like an old thing. I don't remember it. <laughs> it's like a real. Anyway, it doesn't matter because after that, 
Um, what was after that? Oh, the the showering. It was the like showering montage. Oh, like the, anything can be cleaned. <laughs> some great, really great jump cuts to kids naked in the shower. Um, let's we don't have to talk about that part on the podcast. No, it's I I mean part of it earlier, right? The horror aspect. <laughs> this really it, the scene reminded me of The Shining. It really did. <laughs> come 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 shower with me. <laughs> Things everything cleans. Everything. That's what we learned during this. Solomon Grundy's left half, animals, everything can be cleansed. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> after that was, uh, we go back to Sally and Gordon. We meet Gordon's wife. I don't remember if she had a name. Uh, she probably did, but hey, come on, 1969. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Women, am I right? Uh, after that, <laughs> yeah. Sally wanted cookies and milk or something. There no, wasn't no, really... they offered it to her. They were like, you want, you want, some, you want some milk? She's like, yeah, he's like, good. Milk is good for you. Right. Uh, oh, we haven't mentioned the dot transition yet. Our favorite, oh, by oh. far our favorite bit. Oh, God. How are they going to keep new jokes of that going? <laughs> I'm excited. 4,000 episodes. Okay. So the so it's a transition, but it switches up. And it's to me, it's conveying some, some complex human emotions going here. These Frustration. Are the best, these dots are the best characters in this episode. <laughs> Humility. If, if you are unfamiliar... What happens is a sequence of dots pops up on screen to a very specific tune. The first three times it works just fine, but after that, certain dots show up late, turn the wrong color, do various things, and the entire group stops, assumedly stares at them for what feels like a century, and then they <laughs> slowly rectify the mistake. It's very – it reminds me of any given group activity that you're in when one person will consistently mess something up. It's conveying – that emotion and that 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 complex interrelation interperson relationship system that I like what what are you trying to get out of here Sesame Street what what three year old are you appealing to I remember that time my kindergarten class kept getting interrupted by the kid who like shouted the thing good one Sesame Street yeah no they, it, it's definitely a credit to their their talent that they can personify these white dots. <laughs> just just a grid of white dots, and they're the most compelling character. <laughs> Those dots act and deliver deliver their lines better than the kids. <laughs> Look, they're kids. They're the child acting, man. Look, I don't <laughs> care how old you are, right? There's no excuse for for some of the like. How, who did you meet today, Sally? Hey, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the way and like the way they just kind of go on with it because there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you can't you can't stick to the script. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, the the fam the family conventions. Um, <laughs> I, I that's I'm, <laughs> I'm deferring to you. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we you know now that I think about it, the the dots like I'm wondering if there's a a more because there's the scene ahead of that of the. Over, around, and the through, which is oh, yeah. a bunch of kids doing um, follow the leader. Mm. They're all doing it fine. They're, they come up to a, like a clothesline. Head says, "Let's go around." Everyone goes around. Last kid doesn't see him go around. So when he gets to there, he tries to go under or through. I guess. Big mistake, Johnny. <laughs> Big mistake, <laughs> last place, Johnny. They they <laughs> last place. They teach him how to do it. They, yeah, they come back. Teach everyone. him a lesson. Yeah. That repeats three you, times. They go through a tunnel. Jimmy maybe, tries to... I, I don't remember, but if it was after that that the dots started screwing up... It might have been. See, that's where I was going. Like, if there's, like, a 
another secret theme if like for all you like grown up you get to put piece together the secret theme of the episode is conformity <laughs> conformity yeah. es and w <laughs> what do we get from that? E S W two three obey your superiors. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> Submit to authority. So after that, um, we went to S. Oh wait, we Oscar. Oscar, Oscar. was introduced after uh, the milk. he is orange right now. Yes, um, Oscar has not reached his his green hue. We 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 learned as children we learned how to be passive aggressive. Um, <laughs> He, he, he was leaving some comments that were very obviously directed towards Gordon. Justified comments, though. <laughs> you think justified. Like, as, far as, we, as far as we know, Oscar's grouchiness is entirely justified. Gordon has been harassing Oscar. <laughs> banging on his... If, if someone... It, it's the equivalent of, of ding-dong ditching. It's of the... What Gordon has been doing to Oscar. Look, no, okay. Go, all Gordon wanted was for Oscar to meet Sally. Yeah, no, Oscar liked Sally. No, come on. But what is implied by this relationship is that Gordon comes by and, like, knocks on him and says, come on, Oscar, you got to get out. you got to come talk to people. Oscar doesn't want to do that. That's totally Oscar's right, to stay at home in his his garbage can. When you say he liked Sally, right, he he, he was – I I would say he liked Sally no more than he likes anybody else. That's not true at all. What do you mean? Oscar's this sympathetic guy who's Mm. like – He's, well, I mean, he likes Sally, but he's using Sally to make a point do you, that he do doesn't you, like. Do you use like your friends, Michael? I mean, using. I mean, he, he's. It's it's the passive aggressiveness, but it's an effective strategy to let Gordon know that he's not having any of his shit. <laughs> Glad we can curse on this podcast. Oh yeah, fuck it, yeah. Sesame Street. <laughs> fucking best show out of ten. This is a supplement. This is not the primary resource. <laughs> It'll be sold alongside. <laughs> optional. Combo pack. <laughs> this is audio DVD commentary. We're approaching PBS. Got a, got we got a hey deal man, set up. We are PBS. <laughs> it is the public. Broad- broad- yeah. <laughs> yeah right. People's Republic of Sesame Street. Um, so yeah, we got Oscar. After that, we went to the letter S. There was like a claymation thing. More creepy clay figures oh, with no eyes. Just no eyes. You Let's, were especially turned off. You had a very visceral reaction. Don't give the snake eye sockets if you're not going to put eyes in it. It's it very staring off into the void because he can't tell where he's looking. And then like later on, you, you discuss the continuity and I'll agree. Later on they had... Uh, these that that puppet family that they could be anything they want and so they they gave them various eyes. It indicated to me that they're aware of eyes. Yeah, <laughs> eyes do they, exist and they're a thing to be wanted. <laughs> and and they are gendered as it happens. <laughs> I want little boy eyes. Yeah. Thank you very much. You want eyes? Do you want little girl eyes or little boy eyes? You have to define. Uh, right. After uh, that was the around through and over uh, bit that we talked about with last place Johnny. Uh, they do a great thing to, I assume, fill up the hour-long gap that they have by just playing the thing in reverse at the end, which I guess works as like repetition, learning through repetition. There was a lot of time consolidation, though. Um, we had when we talk about the witch, I'll bring that up, but it's like a, a lot of it was like very clearly, this is the pilot. We need to fill an hour, yeah. you know. And it makes was were there commercials for Sesame Street because if so this was like an hour and a half program. I mean no it's PBS you don't. 
They oh PBS is okay. He, that's the goof. Out. That's why the letters and numbers are the sponsor. Oh, I see. That's the good joke, Sesame Street. Yeah, see, I'll give you that. It's like humor. But, oh. Um... <laughs> now I get All right. <laughs> okay, so we had the through, under, over, whatever. Um, then we had the anything people, which were the people that wanted the gendered eyes and, and materials and things. They grew, a fo- they grew a whole family through assembly. Including uh, Family extends to uncle, by the way. Right, there was an uncle just hanging out. Chilling. You think clearly, you're done. Clearly Mom. not wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be part of the family too. <laughs> All right, Dill. We'll see so now there's a there's a fifth verse verse to the family sharing song that Gordon sings. Gordon does a great job during that scene, by the way. <laughs> he is a champ. Because um, yeah. it's just puppet lines... singing. Yeah. There's lines that are clearly uh, improvised. Whether, like, I, I don't know. The stuff that sticks out to me is, like, that was not planned, but th- but they roll with it. Gordon's not the kind of guy to screw up a take. <laughs> oh, we forgot, to, we, we forgot to praise um, the song during the cow segment. <laughs> Clearly improvised as the dude sits there with the guitar and watches the scene without audio. He's like, what do I see on screen right now? I'm going to sing it. <laughs> Hello, cow. Like, it was so Cows visceral. are eating grass. <laughs> that, was, that was, in fact, one of the lines. And, and part of it is, like, that's impressive, but more to me, like, I realized only about halfway through, the majority of this is dubbed over, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's out of a lack of, like, having attachable mics, so a lot of the kids, like, most of the kids' stuff was dubbed over. But we would never... think it's it was, just kids screwing up the lines? <laughs> like, like to the point of where them. their mouths don't. Yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give it to you. The cow, the cow song was hands down one of the most entertaining things in this whole. It was delightful. It was, it was happy. He, he must have been a phenomenal guitarist. And I wonder <laughs> if we looked in the credits, we could find who did that and find him and thank him for his his. We work. should commission him to Commi- do the theme song for our for this for not our for your for the for podcast. neighborhood watch. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, well, here's the thing. We have to give him pic- – he only does songs like that now. Right. <laughs> we have to give him pictures of various things. We can, we can slip in some, like, millisecond-long Illuminati. All right, we're going <laughs> to – Okay, so okay. after that, um, Sally – is Sally in the seat where they go to the milk bar? Ernie's there. Ernie's – ah, you know, I don't know if Sally's there. I know that Ernie is apparently a regular at this milk bar. Yeah. I love the milk bar, by the way, just the whole concept – of. <laughs> why don't why isn't that a modern thing? Why can't some some kids two to ten head on down to the milk bar with some friends, drink some milk, grow some bones? <laughs> There's your Silicon Valley startup. The milk <laughs> bar. There you go. A little play place. <laughs> All right. I don't know what happens that in that scene. Nothing important. I guess we got some characterization. I mean, we we started more on the milk, right? Yeah, I guess they're keeping the milk theme. If you it talked about uh, shopping too. I was like, don't you ever wonder where all the milk comes from? Oh right, yeah. There's a good like, there's that's not good. Just some <laughs> just some B-roll of parents in the grocery market. Anyway, after that is the number song. My highlight, maybe besides the dots, like the most genuinely good segment. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's all thanks to clumsy cook at the end. Ah. Oh. Where he's carrying a number of desserts. The number correlates to the number of things that we're learning about. Mm. And then he sings it in a great, just a great triumphant. Because the whole song is building. It's doing this like half step 
like modulation as it's growing mm. to the end. And then he does this triumphant, here's how many things I've got, here's what they are, I'm going to carry these down these steps. And he drops them. And what uh, could be better to drop than desserts? Oh, man. And the way he's always so beat up and disappointed in the end. He sells it he... so good. Because, like, there's there's a skill. We've, we've, we've argued about this before we decided we were going to talk about each Sesame Street episode in, in specificity to exhausting detail. Uh, we <laughs> talked about whether there was any skill in dropping some things down some stairs. And I'm convinced that there is because he does it so well. Does he, in fact, practice at home on a padded staircase <laughs> on which to, yeah. If, if his wife comes home and, he, and he's like, hey, honey, how's it going? Don't talk to me. <laughs> Frustrated. He's got like five o'clock shadow and yeah. like under, underneath the ridiculous mustache. <laughs> so, yeah, he drops a bunch of stuff. It's some of the best physical comedy I've ever seen. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yep. Uh, we had Bert and Ernie again. Um, Ernie... Is, is very emotional about the two song that he just saw. And Bert is not having any of his <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> what a what a duo. <laughs> um, and then then he tries to change the subject. We're going to talk about the letter E next. Oh, Ernie. Put it together. <laughs> he loves E. He's his favorite, as it happens. Yep. And then we go into some, like, uh, some more, like, avant-garde, like, artist cartoon doing a poem about using some phonetic devices, a bunch of words that sound like E. But don't start with E, which is very much in opposition to the ones with W. Right. It's a very confusing thought because you're doing like words like tree and C. Like, they don't start... It's It can't help with the spelling. And then they did the queen, and it could have been the queen of England, Elizabeth, but no, no, no. Right. It's probably That's probably like trademarked by the, the crown. By Britain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't say that. Queen of England, not a Cop- thing. Copyright the monarchy. That's not well. I guess if if they did bring real people into it, like it would it would turn into like you would break this, the mythos. Yeah, there's 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 this fourth wall that it's like there's it's a separate world, Sesame Street. Right. And if they mention the Queen now, eventually they have to cameo her, you know. Yeah, that's and then a good she point. wants then she wants like royalties, and it's like get out, you're not a part of Sesame Street. Yeah, monarchy does not exist in in the <laughs> Sesame verse, as far as you know. <laughs> Is there an arc in, like, season seven where Elmo declares himself, like, <laughs> God's chosen king? <laughs> I'm King Sesame! <laughs> you back off. God, that'd be great. Kurt, a lot of the voices that, that I believed I knew are very different, and that's I'm assuming that's because this is season one of 43. Right. Kermit has changed a lot. Yeah. But I'd like to think that just over the years he catches, like, throat cancer. <laughs> oh, no, and, not and, Kermit. Like, and it turns into like, hi, like like the normal. I can't do Kermit, but it turns into like the normal Kermit voice now, quote unquote normal. The post post uh, lymphode. I, um, all right, continue. You're jumping ahead because to sign off, I'm going to have you do your best Kermit impression. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Why do you hate me? So get practicing now, buddy. Uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So after that, we get to um, we're back to Gordon and Sally. They're they're up in in their apartment. Good apartment, by the way. Lots of, like, gray furniture. Clearly, like, a soundstage. It's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's got a good look to it. And they're placing... They're putting a painting on the wall. And they're joking to themselves. I was about to ask... Oh, crap. What was their names? Uh, oh, Jim. Uh, Jim and Buddy. Buddy and Jim, Buddy and yeah. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if those two idiots were putting up our painting and they have a good laugh about it? And then we cut to... You guessed it. Buddy and Jim. They're in their apartment. Buddy's got, got a painting to hang. 
In fact, they 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 refuse to show the painting to the viewer for a moment. Right. For for just a great payoff that we're gonna get Beautiful. to. But the lessons that we learn in this segment are a little troubling. <laughs> just imagining <laughs> the lesson that a kid's going to take away from this. They um they're they're attempting to hang this painting, but run into the issue of the nail that they have is in fact facing the wrong way for that specific wall. So they uh, logically conclude to walk it to the other wall where it is facing the correct way, but then come to discover the hammer is now facing the wrong way. Yeah. With some finagling, uh, I believe it was Buddy that gets the hammer all turned around after some intense walking about the room, yep. and they properly hammer the nail in. That's the important part, though. We need to focus in on the walking around the room. To, to rotate the hammer, he makes like a complete circumnavigation <laughs> of the room. <laughs> and it's, it's, we, it, it, it's troubling... In, in the way that it's like so what is like some some that Sam, sorry Sammy come here we're, we're hanging a painting on the wall he's like grab grab a nail and he's like dad none of these nails are in the right direction <laughs> and the, and the, and so the dad's like, what and just like takes up a nail and it just blows the kid's mind <laughs> so so the big reveal is is of the beautiful painting it's a duck just a black and white like doodle of a duck and <laughs> it's it, 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 it's an artwork that I definitely want in my home. Oh God, it's that would be great because like if anybody else ever has seen the first episode of Sesame Street, yep, that's the payoff. My goal no, here I, is to cause a revival of Sesame oh, Street. That's that's the. I want it to become a cult classic. Hey, come on, the first episode really you're gonna blow your load? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that under wraps. Yeah. Great painting. Not so great lesson. Maybe the segment went on a little too long. Why are okay? Why, well, who are we to judge? Surely, that's literally, Sesame, Jared. Jared, that's literally the point of this podcast. So, surely, some psychology went into like this kid is. These kids are gonna like be advanced ahead of like Jim and Buddy and be like, no, 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 turn the nail around, and then they've done some problem solving. Well, no, we've seen what they're trying to teach. The other concepts that are difficult to teach because the the over around and through, that was like ten minutes to teach the concept of going through a tunnel. <laughs> It was in rather intense. I think that was more like one, how to play follow the leader, and and, and two, like team team construction, where it's like they recognize that he's done it wrong, so they all go back and they do it again. Sure. Okay. For him. Okay. But, character but, traits. But, all right. But also, uh, how to turn right and then yeah. left and then left again. <laughs> Navigation in 3D space. <laughs> Lesson one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe a little long in that the repetition, the the rule of threes is really going to be the death of us Ugh. watching these episodes because everything is done three times. We're just going to figure out how long the standard bit is, skip five minutes at a time, yep. <laughs> see it, see each part once. Uh. All right. So after re- that is our first Kermit sighting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Gordon's doing the old quarter behind the ear trick with Sally. <laughs> The classic. Uh, Kermit's got some good reactions to that. All the puppets are really good at playing off of like the regular, like the normal tone of the adults. Like they're just, oh, that's, that's interesting. How about that? <laughs> um, nothing special there. They begin going to another W bit. W is the sponsor of this episode. Wait, are we are we just skipping the frog magic? Oh right. <laughs> there's there's times where the puppets will take some liberties. I think <laughs> they they were they were performing another magic trick. Uh, when I one of the, Gordon's nameless friend uh, was making a W out of the dollar bill, 
in order to do that, it required a couple folds, and then he had Kermit breathe on it. So Kermit breathes on it as Suvali was written in the script. And then as he's continuing <laughs> with the trick and talking like a Suvali to Sally and the audience, Kermit turns to the camera. Magic frog breath. And <laughs> it's perfect. The Good. timing, the timing is top notch. Like it's kind of under his breath. It's so great. In explanation of why the magic trick is working, he then and then and then Gordon's friend then has Sally breathe on it, but presumably with her magic human breath. <laughs> uh, so it's a great avail. The dollar does in fact turn into the letter W. Right. A brilliant transition into the W sponsor. Some great product <laughs> placement. <laughs> My favorite letter in particular, letter W. This podcast, in fact, <laughs> sponsored by the letter W. You can't do a goof about Sesame Street on a Sesame Street podcast, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Is there ever a better time? <laughs> Continue. So yeah, W, commercial, lots of alliteration. We get it. This is going to be a common theme. <laughs> you know what to expect. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Uh, All 4,000 of them. <laughs> you know, that means you don't have to watch Yeah, them, you're right. You're right. That is kind of counterintuitive to this thing where I do indeed see them all. What I'm thinking is three letters per episode, possibly, maybe even less. Even if it's only one episode, one letter per episode, that is 4,000 letters covered. What do they do for the first repeat? <laughs> oh, you, did, you didn't realize that seasons 3 through 37 are all Chinese. <laughs> That, various languages of the world. I'm surprised you didn't know that. That was that was a big story when this American television show went entirely Chinese. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, Sesame. Yeah, yeah. yeah China, Sesame Street, call a Chinatown. What's your favorite? I love Sesame Shrimp. That's like my favorite. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like that's it's the best. If you go to wonderful wonderful Chinese, it's over in lovely Sacramento, California. Oh, great. Please. The Be best specific. local Chinese food, sesame shrimp, you will ever have. It's fact, just uh, the worst greasiness. <laughs> in fact, Michael's mother, who lives at uh, 7842 <laughs> whatever road, makes the best sesame shrimp. So if you head on over there, yep. uh, she she will happily make you That's not match. my address. That's my PIN number, in fact. <laughs> Stay away from my social security that's card. That's the goofy did. Uh, so after W, we go to... <laughs> Um, Kermit the Frog, he's going to give us, uh, he's going to talk to us. He's, this is where he turns turns the seat backwards, he sits down. Listen, kid, I'm going to rap to you about the letter W. Whoa. You never, you, it's a good, so so he starts talking, looks at, looks at the camera, there's a W next to him. Guess he shows up, first, first appearance. Freaking Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Not eating cookies, never explained, he's probably not even defined as the Cookie Monster yet. Just oh. a blue monster. Yeah. With an blue. insatiable lust for blood. <laughs> blue, blue consumption beast. <laughs> My favorite trademark off-brand Sesame Street <laughs> character. Blue consumption beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he takes one of the lines off the W, so it makes an N. And Kermit's like, oh, that's, that's weird, they sent us an N. I, I requested, I put in the work order for, for a W. <laughs> we had like a, a moment of like corporate disappointment <laughs> and like, Sheila was supposed to confirm. Yeah. Kermit's taking this to HR afterwards. <laughs> He's feeling... He thinks this is hazing. This is some bullshit. <laughs> God damn. Hazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, so he takes the letter N, and he's like, okay, so I guess we're doing N now. Starts listing off some, some stuff. Guess what? 
we're not done. Cucky Monsters, he's back. Takes the next next little line, so it's a V. And Kermit at this point is visibly aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he catches on. He knows what's going on. He's being fucking punked, and he's not going to have it. Yeah, joke's on you. I got V words, too. <laughs> so, yeah, he... Then, of course, Cookie Monster wraps up the bit, eats the whole thing. Kermit's done. Kermit storms off. Kermit makes a fat joke. That's true. Kermit, uh, <laughs> no, some, some people fat don't shame. know how to stop eating. <laughs> so, yeah, Kermit does his V deal. The, the, word, the letter is eaten entirely. Fat jokes are made. We move on to... Um, we get another W sponsor, which we notice is weird. It's the same clip again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was with that? My hypothesis is they're doing, like, a bit... Because, like, commercials repeat during TV shows. Oh. They show the same thing. So they're doing the same thing with, like, letters. It's, so, I, okay, that's funny, but, right, that bit, a little long to repeat. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little lengthy. <laughs> I it's get probably, the joke at first. Yeah. I think kids are just so used to the rhythm of television. Like, they've been... They've learned that, okay, I get this many minutes, and then I see a thing, then some more new stuff, and then I see the same thing again. So, like, the, the, the writer's room at Sesame Street is like, oh, you know, these kids, they, if, we don't, if we don't do this, they're going to think something's up. They're going to think they're <laughs> learning instead of, you know, watching a cartoon. Ah. So they do gotcha. that. <laughs> so Kermit's back with W after that, and we think, are they seriously doing this again too? Because this is before I've formed my, my, my like, meta-joke hypothesis. So we see Kermit on the wall again with the letter W, and he starts in. All right, we got a W now, and he does his thing again. This bit takes a turn. It's a it's a twist on the classic Kermit W bit. Kermit is then uh, beginning to be assaulted by the W, mm-hmm. Vi- very violently, and he and he he communicates this through only W words. <laughs> it's a good. It's like the W. They've really managed to. Once again, Solid puppet. personify a, a very basic object, geometric shape. It's like bouncing around and like wiggling all as it, you know, smothers Kermit. It does, in fact. It jumps on him. And at one point, I think he makes like a war joke. And I'm like, do kids know what war means? Like, that's... Yeah, woe is me is how he ends the scene. Woe is me. W is I... victorious in w... this scene. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Kermit ain't the star no more. If this if this show had any respect for interseason continuity, Kermit would be dead. Welcome welcome back to W Street. <laughs> yeah, we'd have the classic all the kids pajamas would be covered with the letter W. <laughs> Every anything that starts with W just immediately branded superior. Yep. All right, so the final bit of Sesame Street, perhaps the most prolific bit in Sesame Street history. One of these things is not like the other. We've got um, Gordon's wife, Gordon's nameless wife, um, with a grid, four things, three of them are twos. <laughs> I'm explaining this. It's very dumb. This is their big, this is their ace in the hole. This is the Sesame Street trick. <laughs> it is a Punnett square of three twos and a W, and then we spend, you know, it's like a 30 second gap of giving these kids time to think. Of which of these clearly different objects are dissimilar? Now, look, okay, when when you're making a show for kids, okay, right? It's Talk not it's not gonna be an immediate. Oh, dude, two and W very <laughs> different. One is a number, one is a letter. What are you doing, Sesame Street? 
But it, it, I'd like to think that it's like it is like that, and this was just an example episode. This was the pilot, and later on, it's gonna be like really complex, <laughs> near perfectly spit images, and one of them's like that man is depressed. <laughs> <laughs> that man feels empty on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it's a good it's a good song. I mean, yeah, no, she's, good song. She's a good singer. Ten out of ten. Yep. MP it's it's one inside. out of four. It's one out of four is different. Thank you very much. Um, and that's how we bring it into a little wrap-up, a nice little recap with Gord and Sally. They're listing off all the characters they've met, all the friends they've made. It's really nice, if a bit, like, time, like, stretchy, kind of <laughs> filling the... We've, we've got 30 extra seconds at the end of this show. What if, like... They had, they had listed all the characters, Gordon's like, now, who else did you mean? So I was like, I don't think I've anybody. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> think real hard for about 45 seconds. <laughs> and, and and that's where, where it wraps up. So so what did you think on the whole? Did you enjoy watching the first episode <laughs> of Sesame Street, the first Sesame Street? Um, <laughs> I More adult themes than I expected, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. It was. I don't know if I would want to show that to my kid. Maybe because it's dated. It's 1969. Maybe modern Sesame Street is very different. We'll find out in the next couple of decades. Um, it, overall, do you think you would good. prefer modern, modern Sesame Street? I don't know. I <laughs> we're just gonna have to find out. I, I guess we I will. <laughs> that's oh. our cliffhanger. There that's you go. Our two Keep year. them hooked. <laughs> So that's gonna do it for Neighborhood Watch. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jared. That was of a course. delight. Uh, I, I actually, that's, I don't. Uh, I gotta quit by next episode. So oh, you gotta quit. You gotta go. Yeah, I won't be around. Um, heads up. Oh. I got a, I got a better offer on uh, town, uh, town surveillance. Oh well, I've got other friends, so I mean, bye. Uh, yeah, but like, do, do you though? <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, I'll, yeah, we'll... I'll, I'll post some announcements. <laughs> on the blog. Yep. <laughs> Michael dot town. Uh, <laughs> please visit. Please, yep. Get lots of ad revenue. Con, you can contact Neighborhood Watch at mayor. Mayor uh, at Michael dot town <laughs> is my my email. Um, but that's gonna do it for Neighborhood Watch. Thanks for joining me, Jared. Of course. And was... we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> oh wait, that's. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome, viewers. You want to know why this podcast is two hours long? (laughs) We don't know how to focus.